Did I tell you about what I shame ordered this weekend? What did you shame order? So, my favorite non-chocolate candy is, like, watermelon rings. Uh-huh. And 7-Eleven hasn't had them for a long time because I think they, like, ran out of them because of quarantine. So I found a website called nuts.com that sells pound bags of them. Um, yeah, it's not bad. I got a five and so, bag of gummy bears for my birthday. So I, I ordered a pound of watermelon rings and a pound of raspberry rings and they showed blue raspberry rings. So they showed up today. <laughs> like I said, I got a five pound bag of gummy bears for my birthday. Yeah. And I was like, did I really need to do this? But it only cost me $5 for each bag. So yeah, that's fine. So, and I kind of forgot about it until they showed up today. <laughs> I was like, what did you get from FedEx? I was like, um, let me see all of the lists of shit that I've ordered in the past couple weeks. <laughs> so, and today it just happened to be watermelon rings. <laughs> Well, we're back again. It's episode seven to Hag Pop. Um, and there there was a lot that happened between our last episode and this episode. And there's a lot that's happening next week, too. So May has been, like, the month for comebacks, I guess. Um, so this isn't going to be nearly as long as our first episode, maybe. <laughs> question mark on that we'll see we'll see the timestamp when we're done yeah um so we'll just get right into it if rufus stops trying to eat my microphone cable there you go stop it thank you cat um so the first one i have um well the first two that we're going to talk about um is bull four since she had two songs that came out in the past two weeks the first one is Leo, and it features Baekhyun, and the second one is Hug, um, Leo being the pre-release single, and I feel like it's an unpopular opinion not to, like, really like her. I liked the stuff that was coming out when they were a duo. I mean, um, I, I didn't know them before, so I can't say anything. Like, I know that travel song, because that was kind of everywhere, Um I wouldn't be able to tell you what it was off the top of my head. but I think if you heard it, you'd know it. But I liked the Baekhyun song when Baekhyun was singing. Yeah. And I can't tell the difference between these two songs. Yeah. (laughs) They sound exactly the same to to me. Make that sound rude, but yeah. Like, they sound the same. The aesthetic is the same. She's being cute in the same way in both videos. And um, like I forgot I, that Baekhyun was on that song, the first on yeah. Leo, until he started singing. He was like, wait, who is this? And right? the other thing, too, is it didn't really sound like him. No. And I don't know. Like, I get that it's the cute indie thing. And I liked I liked the video of Hug more, mm-hmm. I think. I thought it was cute. Um, like, she's cute. These songs yeah. are cute. But that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, if they wouldn't have happened one after the other, maybe I would like them more separately. Yeah, and I feel like this is a case of your your single has to be better than your pre-release single. Um, Whereas I think the 
song with Baekhyun brings a little bit more because it has his voice on it, so it's a little bit different, but neither one of these songs is better than the other one. Right. So, like, I don't hate it, but mm-hmm. it's just, just kind of special yeah. than the other, except for there's Baekhyun. And even then, like, I don't even know if Baekhyun brings much to it because it, no. like it doesn't sound like him so yeah i, I say this is his best vocal performance so. no <laughs> this isn't his best feature either like he's done better on other songs and i don't know like i hope I she just... does well with with being so yeah emo. maybe yeah. that's just where it's a struggle is trying to figure out how she can be a solo maybe so, like, I'm willing to give her the benefit. I just think that the two songs they pick to, like, promote her comeback is boring. <laughs> yeah. So, but that was that. The next one I'm excited about, um, it was a solo debut from Moon Jong-up. Um, mm-hmm. This song's called Headache, and it features Yun-Wei. Um, I really liked this song. Yeah. I really liked this video. It's got this really cool, like, nostalgic feel to it. Um, I really like the melody, and I love his voice. Yes. Um, I also really like the feature. Um, I think mm-hmm. um, Yunwei, I think her voice and her rap part really complements him really well. And it makes sense, because she has that, like, graveliness <laughs> to her voice mm-hmm. that, like, um, Jungkook kind of had. Yeah. From BAP. Um, so, like, I think that's just how it works is like they know that these two vocal tones worked together yeah and like i don't think i really knew what i what to expect out of his solo (laughs) debut like i feel like it could have gone several ways Mm -hmm. but i really like this way yeah no it just looks it feels like he's enjoying himself and having fun and yeah that's good for him because i know he did struggle to find um a company yeah. For a while. After so I don't know. Like I don't know who, like what company he's with now. It's a small but, one. <laughs> I don't know. And you know that that's always good because then if it's small, they can maybe focus on you a little bit more, um, depending on financial situations. But I just I liked this, and I think whoever wrote this song and produced this song did a really good job of like really emphasizing his talents and i thought the video was really cute i keep watching it i really liked this video um so the next one i have this one's a debut and this is um 19 by natty and so i did some research into her because i hadn't heard of her before and i was like well what is this so i guess so she's thai and she trained on jyp and she was on a show called 16, and that was the show that Twice formed out of. Um, and she was also on Idol School, which gave us um, Promise 9. And so she was, like, 13 or 14 Jeez. when she was on 16, because she was born in 2002. No. <laughs> so she would have been the youngest member of Twice had she debuted with Twice. by like Youngest by, like, a year or something. So... That's that's some background on Natty that I thought was kind of interesting that she's kind of been on this journey for like 
a while since she was really young. Um, but I actually really liked this. I was going to say, like, that might, like, explain why this is as good as it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the opening visuals a lot, and I like yes. the song. Yes, I really liked the chorus, and I also loved the drop in it. Yeah. Um, this was super strong, and I think by how strong it was is what prompted me to Google her, to be like, where did this girl come from? Um, and, you know, she definitely has, you can tell that she was trained by, like, a big company, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this might not be the most flashy debut that we've seen, but I don't know. There's a lot of hidden things in this song. I loved the instrumental track to this. Yeah. Um, I find Mm -hmm. myself listening to this a lot as well. I just said I don't really care for the breakdown. It just Mm -hmm. feels like a random thing in the middle of it, but that's just... Mm -hmm. Maybe they just want to just be like, hey, look, she dances. (laughs) Yeah, and that could be it. (laughs) Which is fine, but... I, yeah, I just thought as far as the song went, like it didn't need that in the middle. Yeah, but but I I don't know. I liked this. I think she's gonna do really well, especially if there's a lot of um, Twice fans and Promise Nine fans who really liked her from the show mm-hmm. that she was on. I think this is good, and she's so young; like she has so much time to just keep building too. Yeah. So I enjoyed this. Um, the next one I have is a song called Flowering, and it's by Lucy. Um, so this is, I believe, a debut as well. Um, can we just talk about the whole ass violin? <laughs> I Just one whole violin. <laughs> the whole ass violin. Um, like, I'm sold on Lucy for that alone. <laughs> um... I think, I think, I guess in the landscape of, like, bands right now, having a guitarist, a bassist, a drummer, and a violin player really makes them stand out. Yeah. And I love, I loved the violin part, and I, I think that really is what made me love this song, because it's different. Uh, I wouldn't say it's really that different sound-wise, though for what like bands are doing i think it's no but i think right and fun thing i I agree that the violin makes them stand out though yeah playing like as a whole i want them to also do something different than yes like this sound as far as like a band goes because like the vocalist does sound a lot like day six yes they do sound like day six (laughs) and i i think for me it's just like i like having I like the fact that the violin is central to their lineup and not just like an like an auxiliary instrument. Yeah. Um, and I think that can lend itself in several different ways. And this just kind of happened to be what they did this time. Yeah. Um, um, and like, I get it. It's their debut. So it it's okay to be safe. Um, yeah. I, I just said I, I want to see them take it somewhere else. And obviously a violin makes a lot of sense because... Violins are often like the melody instrument in an orchestra, so he can follow the vocals or be his Mm -hmm. own feature too. So yeah, and I I think they can do some really cool stuff. I don't know if this was just like a single album or a mini album. I didn't have a chance to listen to it, Um, 
but I just know that I will pr- I will definitely be going back to Lucy um, mm-hmm. after this because I did really enjoy it. Um, and so the next one I have is Moon Hyuna's Walking, um, and it features Hami on it, and they were both in Nine Muses. Um, this song is cute. It's definitely like a pre-summer, late spring kind of bop. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is like my favorite release of the week. Um, no. And I it's, think it's because it's just a fun, easy song. And those yeah. aren't bad. Like, I, I like those songs a lot. It's mm-hmm. just there's not a lot to say about them. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what I had to. Like, I didn't have a whole lot. Um, and I know that I was reading the comments on the video. I don't even think there was an actual video. I think they just, like, put a teaser for the song out and then, like, uploaded the song on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that, like, a lot of Nine Muses fans were, like, really excited about it, which is cool that they're being able to collaborate together. Right. But it's it's cute and it's light and that's kind of where I ended with this. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I've listened to it a couple of times. It's kind of like background noise at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's definitely it's it could be worse <laughs> it could be a lot worse <laughs> you know so it's not bad i'm just saying it could be terrible and it's not <laughs> it's just safe <laughs> yeah um the next one is i'm in trouble by newest i really like this song <laughs> yes i'm very much in trouble um I loved this. Uh-huh. I loved the bass line. I love I love Newest. Is yeah, that what like, it comes down to? This I said this song definitely sounds like Newest. Mm-hmm. But it reminds me a lot of TVXQ and like Super Junior almost. Both of them. Yes. It's yes. at times cuz I know because they're from SM TVXQ and Super Junior can get weird. But <laughs> it's just, like, cool and sleek, and I like this side of Newest a lot. Yeah, and um, one thing that I, I found really nice, so Baekhyo wrote this song, and he also did all of the line distributions for it. This song is pretty much evenly distributed five ways, and, like, I know we've said before, line distribution doesn't matter. Um, I just think it's cool that he actually he could have given himself half the song easily <laughs> i um, think they've been a group long enough that they wouldn't yeah do that, though like i but, think that's but still is how old newest is yeah but it, it's worth pointing out because even when i'm gonna use exo as an example um <laughs> and i'm gonna use chen as an example um because when he writes his songs uh i'm gonna specifically use promise as an example um promise is not very is not distributed well and chen lei and chanyol wrote that song together uh sehun has three words in that entire song um so it's worse it's worth pointing out that yeah equal distribution when written by someone in the group doesn't always happen no but but i think that more speaks towards Chen and how he's a very good soloist, like writer. 
yes is someone who can write a song for a group and that yes, it's very different quite like that has nothing to do with lyrics and everything to do with like the arrangement of the song exactly it's understanding and I think, like how your members sound and how you can make that work yeah and i think bakio did a really good job with that mm-hmm. because i know you know some groups try to do it and they struggle with it and line distribution doesn't fucking matter but it's probably yeah. one of this is probably like one of the only songs and newest is probably one of the only groups that I see do it well as like not leaning too heavily on one member over another all the time. I can't say that I've paid attention a lot to groups recently and their line distribution. Yeah. I only know it because I saw it all over my Twitter timeline. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't happen a lot. I like it. And listening to the song, I was like, oh, wait, yeah, that that's it's true um Mm. i just i think they all sound amazing on it um and i just i love that bass line (laughs) it's so good uh i just i i don't know if i loved their last release as much as i liked this one i don't i'm trying to remember what their last release was uh love me love me I think it I was. Liked it. <laughs> I don't know. Like them. Yeah, I like. I liked it, but it was because it was like they came out with that, and then Seventeen came out with Fear when they kind yeah. of like swapped concepts for a second. <laughs> um, but I think this might be this might be my new favorite new S title track. Oh, I liked Love Me a lot. It's just different. Yeah, that's all. yeah. But Love Me is just a cute thing. Yeah, I didn't hate it, but I think I prefer the sound of this. Yeah, I think they're doing a better job with incorporating JR. Yes, I think so too. So he's a boy (laughs) who (laughs) got stuck in the you're a visual, so you're a rapper thing. Yeah. And I think they're getting better about developing him into an actual like vocal part rather than just oh, you're the rapper, you know? <laughs> I think so, too. Um, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this song is very much proof of the fact that whatever they're doing with transitioning JR is working very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like this direction. Um, I think the sound is good for them. Um, and I hope they keep doing cool, funky shit. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So the next one I have is uh, Day Six's Zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't keep up with Day Six a whole lot. I I don't either. And partially it's because I really liked their debut song. They've never mm-hmm. written something that sounded like that since. I, <laughs> I'm not sure if I could tell you what the name of their debut song is off the top of my head. I think it's called... I can sing it to you, but I don't want to. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I want to make sure I actually know the name of it before I say it. It's it's I Wait. That's Okay. It Um, was just a song that they went heavier on. And that's how they did it. That's how I expected them to sound, and then they never did. (laughs) So. Um, I forget. There's... I can't remember what, I don't know if it was like their debut song, but it was from their everyday concept that they did. 
Mm-hmm. The song, there was one song that like really got me. I can't remember what it's called now because I don't remember which one it's on because I don't really listen to Day Six all that much. Yeah. Um, but I really liked Shoot Me and I kind of haven't liked anything since. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I, I don't know if I really liked this song or not. And then I listened to it a couple of more times because it was on my playlist. Um, and I find myself singing it a lot. Yeah, like it's a nice song. It, yeah. They, just, they all sound like this is what I mean by the, the band sound. Yeah. Like it just sounds like And I'm sad about it because I know it's a pretty heavy song, like subject wise. Yes. And especially considering that they chose not to promote it at all because they're taking a break, all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For their mental health. So I get that it's a heavy song. I get that it's important in that way. Yes. But I, it's, just, it's just not my favorite Day 6 song. Same. Um, and I, I, I even wrote in my notes that I think, like, there's something keeping me from really liking this song. And I feel like I'm comparing it to Flowering, which also came out this week. And I personally would rather listen to that song than this song. It's because of the violin, isn't it? And it's probably because of the violin. (laughs) I will admit that. But I think because the songs are similar enough, it's just kind of like, well, which one do I like better? And I'm going to pick the song, at least Mm -hmm. as of today, I'm going to pick the song with the violin over this song. It's not saying that this song's a bad song, Mm -hmm. but I think if I had to choose between the two of them, I would pick Flowering over Zombie. Yeah. Um. Just because they, they sound similar enough. But, I don't know. I I think I just wanted more out of this. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. It's not terrible. I just... <laughs> I, I just keep missing I, I think, the day six that they debuted with. Yeah. And I sometimes I feel like I, I don't realize day six is doing stuff. <laughs> That's <fair>. Like, <laughs> apparently... I've apparently missed a whole bunch of stuff that Day 6 has done in the past, like, year. year. (laughs) So, there's also that. Um, But it's it's fine. It's whatever. Um, The next one I have, it's uh, Raiden and Chanyol featuring Changmo and Lehigh, and the song is called Yours. Yeah. Um, I love when Chanyol sings, so I'm just going (laughs) to put that out there right now. Yeah, um, like, it's nice to have him singing. I understand mm-hmm. why he isn't in EXO, like why he doesn't sing. Yes. Because they already have a lot of singers. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with and, large groups. <laughs> yeah. And like, he he does sing from time to time. He's yeah. he's on, he does, vo- his vocals are kind of pushed forward in some EXO songs. But when he's by himself, (laughs) that too. Um, But when he's by himself, he can at least let his vocals shine because he's not a bad singer. Yeah, I mean, I it's a fun, dancey song, and he does really well with it. I think the Lehigh feature was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't expecting that, and I like I knew this song was coming out. And I didn't pay a ton of attention to it because a lot of times now with EXO, it's like if they're on a feature or they're doing a single or something, I'll just wait till it drops because mm-hmm. I want to be surprised by it. Um, and so I think I think her voice worked blended really well to 
against his singing voice. Yeah. I mean, she is also very good with matching most people. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her voice, so it was it was nice to hear, and it was nice to hear Chan Yul sing. Um, yeah. I'm super into it. I liked this, and I think this is really good for Chan Yul too. Yeah, and I think it'll open doors with whatever they decide to do with subunits or solos mm-hmm. while they do the military shuffle. So. Yeah, you know whether or not this is a hint of what Sean, that Chanyeol is going to have a solo album next or whatever. Um, but I feel like that's probably why I didn't like XOSC too much was because I wanted something different than the rap line doing rap line stuff. So there's that. <laughs> but yeah, so the next one I have it's um Big Z Young and Ong Sung Woo. Um, this song is called Didn't Say Anything. Mm-hmm. Um, this song is stunning. Um, <laughs> she's, like, I mean, she's very much uh, a legend in and of herself. Yeah. But I think his voice his voice paired really well with hers. I have a different opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked this song, so I'm just going like to put that there. Lot. I said, yeah, uh, she knows how to carry just so much emotion. Mm-hmm. He fell flat with it. I can see that too. Like that's um, how I felt. Like I was just like so like hit by the emotion that was in her voice once he started singing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I get. Yeah, he no, I pretty pretty voice that's really light and like nice. Yeah. But I think that she was just like so heavy with the emotion mm-hmm. that he just doesn't know how to do yet yeah and i definitely get that like you can tell Mm -hmm. um i just like the way that their voices sound together and i think her emotion is what really drew me into the song um and is why i think it's so pretty and so stunning um like it's a very beautiful song i'm not denying that part (laughs) um but no i think you're right about his um emotion or lack thereof Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i just don't think I think sometimes emotion and portraying emotion is something that idol singers don't get a lot of training. No, but I think and they can. Some of them can do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you can absolutely learn how to do it. And some of them, some people can do it really well and others not so much. And I think for him, it's, he has the ability to learn. Yeah. I just think they did a disservice. Yeah. Here. Yes. Either I feel like if they swapped it to where he opened the song and then she came in, maybe it would have been a little bit better. I think regardless, he wouldn't have ever matched her. No. Um, One day he might understand. Yeah. Get that emotion. He's still young, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, Um, But I think it's also like me coming in here as a shawl. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not saying this is this is a very biased opinion, but also like it's just generally a fact. Um yeah. with both Ong also Ong like and Jong Hyun with how And like I'm a Jong Day stan. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Um so I think there might have been like some other people that might have been mm-hmm. able to do what he's lacking with this, but Yeah. He did well. He did. And I just I just think I like 
the tones of their voices together. And so, like, someone else could have done this part, mm. but I just liked how his voice sounded. Yeah. But, yeah. He'll learn to emote one day. <laughs> yeah. Next time. Um, so, the next one I have is Bandit's Jungle, and I will say that I literally started this video over, like, six times because I think I blacked out and forgot what was going on um <laughs> why do you hate I, bandit <laughs> i don't know because i liked this song but like i was watching it and then like i came back to like i don't know this plane of existence and i was like what the fuck just happened like how did i get here um because there's i liked this song um there was a lot going on like visually and like musically in a really good way mm -hmm. And I enjoyed it. This is like the first Bandit song I've really liked. <laughs> Sometimes I'm confused by the things you don't like versus the things I do. <laughs> <laughs> and the struggle that we have where I'm like, Mandy, you need to stop listening to this thing for a bit and try this thing. No! <laughs> yes. Anyway. I, I liked this. I know. I'm just saying, like, sometimes I'm confused because I'm like, I know you'll like this group. And then it just doesn't happen until you have a single that comes out. And I'm like, I literally told you. <laughs> yes. Anyway, well, I like I'm Bandit. Not... I've always liked Bandit. Like, I just like how different their vocals are. But I like this song. I do, too. Um, I liked, I really liked the, the girl who's, I like who's like their main vocalist i really like the tone of her voice the one that starts it yeah but i i can't help it that sometimes i <laughs> need like a single to kick me into gear with a group um i liked the horn part a lot yeah like it's interesting because like the instrumentals of the song are pretty consistent they just mm -hmm. play with like how loud or um, how soft it is and like what yeah. they layer over it too mm -hmm. um, to make it sound different yeah I I enjoyed this I'm always down for a good horn part um, <laughs> so into that um, a whole lot and who knows maybe I'll like more of bandit stuff because I haven't super loved bandit in the past I don't hate them just yeah. didn't find anything I like really enjoyed so, we'll see. So, the next one I have is Peonia from Busters. Mm -hmm. And on, I think if I didn't know anything about Busters, I would like this song. I think. Yeah, like, I would like the chorus. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I don't hate this song, um, but... This group, it's not, it's not the group, it's the way that this group is marketed that gives me hives. Yeah, because you pointed out kind of like with Natty and stuff and like twice had a 14 year old or whatever. Yeah. Um, so like having young people <laughs> debut mm -hmm. isn't weird. Like, no. Boy groups have done it too. Um, Taemin was like 13 or 14 when he debuted and 
there's been others that are have been that young but mm -hmm. this is not their debut how long they've been active for I, i'm I not sure exactly when i can find out um but this and allegedly ugh. the youngest is 13 <laughs> Yeah, allegedly. I, <laughs> allegedly, she looks like she's ten. So they officially debuted but, November twenty uh, seventh, two thousand and seventeen. So uh, that's gross. Uh, but all of them are young. Like the oldest yeah. is allegedly sixteen, <laughs> and. I I have a I have some big problems with especially how they portray the oldest as well. I have a problem with how they portray all of them. Yeah. Um this group to me seems like they're being aimed at older men and it's gross. Yeah. Like that's that's the hard part is obviously there's been like western music and stuff that have used children there's kids pop it happens um yeah. like britney spears and christina aguilera and all of them were in mickey mouse club and whatnot mm -hmm. like it's not that kids shouldn't get into entertainment like obviously exactly. there's still some problems there but mm -hmm. it's how you treat it because like most boy groups when they do when most of them are younger they have a younger member they'll do like mm -hmm. a cuter concept and stuff for a while or if they do something that's not, like, super cute, they don't yeah. put the, you know, the 15-year-old in the same boat as, I don't know, it's it's different. Or even X1 sort of did it, too, yeah. where they had the young member, and then, like, the oldest was 27, so. Exactly. <laughs> but this and is it, a group of all young girls. <laughs> yeah. Like, it didn't feel weird with X1, and it I, I don't think it feels weird sometimes but like this group they're talented but like there's a whole shot in the video of like the oldest member riding her bike but the shot is of her thighs and her like schoolgirl skirt like her school uniform skirt mm -hmm. and it's gross yeah and like this this, like, this could be good, you know, for younger girls who are watching it, like, if they portrayed them correctly. Right. And not like this, because it makes me feel icky, and, <laughs> like, it's so frustrating, because, like, I can see that there's people on Twitter who really like them, like, definitely, like, international, like, younger girls who like them. Right. Which is great. But the problem is, is the uncle fans. Um, yeah. And I can see and... the argument, too, where with me bringing up boy groups, people saying they did the same thing. Shiny's debut was literally Nuna. <laughs> like, I love yeah. you. But at the same time, he was like, they were all dressed their age. Yeah. Playing they basketball. Weren't, <laughs> like, yeah, like it, they weren't trying to be 27 yeah. and hitting on, like, a 45-year-old woman, you yeah. know? It's, and I found, I found their TikTok. 
I found Buster's TikTok and just all of it is really unsettling to me. Um, there's a video of the youngest girl and she's dancing and, you know, it's TikTok. You've got yeah. teenagers dancing on TikTok all the time. And, like, she was wearing, like, a long sleeve shirt and, like, track pants. But, I don't know, there was something about the way that she was dressed, even though it was, like, a long sleeve black shirt and, like, black pants that was just, like, made her from the neck down seem way older than she looks from the yeah, neck Yeah, it up. doesn't help that she looks like a baby. She looks like she's 11. Yeah. And, I don't know, there's just... Like, like, I don't... I hope that they aren't going to be marketed the way it feels like they are. Yeah. Because um, I, I can see they're talented. Like, I did actually <laughs> like the chorus of that song. Yeah. The rest of it kind of felt messy, but whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so they they are talented, and I think that they can go far if they want to. Yeah, I just... I think that the way that these girls are getting promoted is gross. Yeah. And really harmful, too. Um, and, you know, I don't want them to not be successful. They're talented. They can do, you know, kind of whatever they want to do. But it's just... It's, un it's just not okay to me that they're taking a group with an alleged 13 year old and marketing it this way you know yeah. Plus the promo pics of of the oldest one make her look like she's 25 yeah and then there was that whole issue with them not actually putting out their ages for a while right yeah or something like i don't they believe trying they're to like not talk about it <laughs> yeah and you know a part of me feels like their birthdays aren't their real birthdays right and that's a thing that happens anyways. Um, but I, in this case, I don't know. I just... Training for a couple more years wouldn't have hurt. And they, no. if they really debuted in... So they really did debut in 2017. So, you know, that's an 11-year-old debuting or maybe a 9-year-old debuting. Mm -hmm. I, it just doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> And, you know, if I didn't know anything about Busters, if I didn't know anything about their age thing, I think I would, I would enjoy this song more. Um, but I just, it's hard for me to take the two as separate yeah. knowledges. Um, but yeah, it's, it's icky and I don't like how they're marketed and this song is okay, but there's a bigger more important conversation i think to be had about busters yeah so that's but how funny I feel enough that. we're following yeah. that with old men <laughs> <laughs> with with the emotional support hacks um <laughs> of universe uh give you up um i i just love them like that hasn't changed since the first time we talked about them <laughs> or the last time we talked about them um it's they're <laughs> Universe is making hag music <laughs> because this song is like very much still in that like half ballad sort of thing um, where it's, you know, it could have been more upbeat or more whatever, but it's, it's still in that 
it's kind of around what they did with Solar Eclipse. It's not quite as ballady as Timeless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it. I loved the, the shirtless dancing in the rain with the girl and whatever the fuck was happening in that video. <laughs> I loved it. But this is music for hags. Yeah. Like, I was <laughs> happy that they kept their layered vocal style they do. Yep. Um, I just said we love to see sexy old man dance in the rain um (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah Yeah. i don't know i'm just happy to see that they're doing their thing yeah and you know i don't think we're gonna get too much one way or the other besides hag music from them i'm fine with it it's very like it reminds me of like second gen boy groups in a way um and i love that because i'm old so <laughs> I'm cool if hags are going to keep making music for hags. Um, I just, I love their vocals. I love their vocals a lot. So I like that they're still able to like flex on that. Yeah. And I mean, it'll be kind of cool to see them integrate with all these older boy groups coming back <laughs> from their military time. And they're like, we already did that, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I just, I'm sure but, when they're promoting, yeah. um, I mean, I guess if they're promoting at the, right now and Busters is also going on these shows, <laughs> you've got these fucking 30-year-old men and these, like, 11-year-old girls on the same show. So it's like, well, and the girls are their seniors because they debuted in Korea first, at least. <laughs> Universe debuted in Hong Kong or Thailand, or not Thailand, Taiwan, like, a couple years ago. Yeah. But... You know, I just, once, once the old men start coming back from the military, it'll be a great time (laughs) because I want to see Universe and 2PM promote together. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because that would just be a a lot of extra, but I liked this. I I also really liked the, um, the solo that's on this single, um, Waterfall. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, but the next one I have, Gray did like a special single with Dingo, um, called Moon Blue. Um, I enjoyed this. Yeah. Um, I apparently, (laughs) the only thing I wrote in my notes was, I like this. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) But it's it's easy and smooth and it's Um, Gray doing Which is not false. And like the aesthetic of it just being like literally blue, just everything's blue. Yeah. In a yes. blue house and a blue little window. <laughs> See, is this, uh, I'm Everything's blue, blue for him. Blue anyway, for <laughs> it's fun. I like, Whatever I liked it a lot. It's yeah. literally called. Um, yeah, I did goodness, too. Mandy. <laughs> um, goodness, Mandy. Um, I. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed this. Um, I found myself. I like. I listened to it a lot, but apparently I just didn't write what I, everything else I felt about this. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I like Gray anyways. Mm-hmm. I really like his voice. So I, this was fun. Um, I liked the video. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, and the next one I have is a, another debut. It's a group called Wua, and the song mm-hmm. is called Wua. Um, I think... I think the song's super catch, super catchy. I enjoyed this. Um, 
Is it like a standout girl group look or song? No. Is it? Yeah, a kind I, of I said a it started currently safe slow, debut and like the and girl crush it, type of thing. Yeah. yeah. I said it started slow and then it kind of picked up and then it kind of like dragged again after. Um, yeah. I I wrote down that the CEO of their company worked at SM and that feels important for some reason. <laughs> really? I feel like it is because they've at least learned stuff from SM. Mm-hmm. Um, but this could probably it's safe for a debut um especially because in the next like last week and next week i think there's four girl group debuts so it's like mm. fierce competition there right um, i said i don't know what they're trying to do here yeah and it might take them a little while to figure it out <laughs> yes i think so too i think this is like they did it it's not like they're like, they showed up, but I don't know if they're, like, fully there yet. Mm-hmm. They're still waiting. Um, you know, I'll give them another shot when they come back around. I think they have a lot of potential. They just need to, like, organize it better. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next one I have is TXT and Can't You See Me. Um, yes. I like the video. <laughs> I don't like the song because I think there's a there was better songs for the rest of uh, on the rest of this album to be suited as the single right and I said I kind of got why they chose this song because mm-hmm. it has the BTS feeling to it um which isn't good or bad mm-hmm but I think TXT has the potential to be more than this. Exactly. I feel like they're just trying to, like, write, like do the big hit thing, have the big hit sound, that, or the new big mm-hmm. hit sound, um, and make people remember, like, hey, we're TXT, like, yes, we're, B- we're BTS's little brothers. But, yeah. so I, I get it, and... It's just like it sounds like this song should have been with the last BTS album. But on the rest of the album, drama is really good. And I really liked, um, what was yeah, that song? Like... Eternity. Mm. Um, I liked the first time they did the crazy drop. Yeah. They didn't need to like, switch back. But they keep they were... having these moments that are very yeah. cool. And I want and... them to do those things. <laughs> yes. And they have the potential, like, I don't know if they do a lot of producing on their own or if this is chosen for them. I don't know a whole lot about TXT. Um, I can't say I'm the biggest TXT fan. I didn't really like, like, I didn't love Crown. I didn't like Cat and Dog. Runaway really grew on me. Yeah, and I I see this this song growing on me a little too. I think Mm -hmm. the rap part, I, I feel like they did that just to be trendy. Because it feels yeah. like a Billie Eilish effect. Mm-hmm. I might get shit on for saying mm-hmm. that, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like they did a lot of cool vocal manipulations, but I also thought that they did too many of them. Yeah, and I think my feeling about this song is the same feeling I have uh, with Cravity's Break All the Rules. Because 
I know I said, like, I wanted more out of Gravity. I wanted them to find a different definitive sound for them. Yeah. Um, and I feel like TXT, they know what they want to sound like. They just need to do that as a single. Um, yeah. To differentiate themselves. Yeah, I think this is where you can see Big Hit being a younger company. Because mm-hmm. they finally have another group that has the potential to be as big as the one that really broke them out. But they don't know how to separate them yet. Whereas, like, yep. bigger companies have been able to do that. Like, Shiny, EXO, Super Junior, TVXQ, NCT don't sound like each other. I think TXT can find it. Like I said, they have some really cool things. But they just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And... Like, I want to like TXT more, but I think I just, I want them to explore kind of that crazy sound. And what I liked about drama was that it was funky. What I liked about Eternity was that it did, I thought it was just going to be a ballad and then it fucking flipped on me and was bonkers. It was really cool. And then they went back to the ballady thing. Like, I think they did it too many times, like you said. Like, either it just needed to have the one drop and that's the song for the rest of it. Mm -hmm. Or they flipped it again into something completely different a third time. Yes. Um, and, but I think, you know, they're young. They have time to carve out their own sound. I just think mm-hmm. them trying to do do the big hit sound, the BT, like the current BTS sound as a single to like keep up with BTS, I guess. That's what it feels like is a disservice to TXT. Um and so I hope, I hope soon they get to really be them on yeah. their singles. Because um, as much as I didn't like Cat and Dog, like that song's fucking bonkers. And <laughs> that's not a song BTS is going to do. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, TXT got that weird song, but, which is good, but stepping back into this, I'd. I think is a disservice to them Mm -hmm. because I think they're all talented. So I think they have a great vocal line. Um, I just, I want them to do their weird stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's that. (laughs) Speaking of weird shit, um, (laughs) NCT one, two, seven has come back with punch. Um, I, the first line of my notes are, I can only write about this song when I'm listening to it because I don't remember what it sounds like. I remember it. Um. Um, I listened to this right before we started recording so I could remember what it sounded like. That's funny. I, I think there's two camps of people, people who don't remember the song and people who do. And I can remember it. Um, but I said, I just like how weird they get to be. And I really like this yeah. song for how weird it is. Yeah, I I do really like this song. Um, and... I, I like the 8-bit thing that's kind of going on at the beginning. Um, it's so weird. Oh, everything that's going on. It starts with talking yeah. and goes into whisper rapping and then, like, clean vocals. <laughs> yeah, and they they once again put Jaehyun in the rap... Not just... Not the rap line, in the whisper rap line. <laughs> um, because reasons, I guess. It, it worked. Yeah. Um I, I, I'm I'm very torn about Jaehyun as part of the rap line. 
Um, he's super talented, so whatever, and I love him, so he can do whatever. Um, but I was not expecting the whisper rap to go from Young to Jaehyun at all. And I was like, <laughs> okay, sure. Um, like, this is... Like, this is weird NCT, and I love NCT 127 being weird. Um, I think this song is more of them flexing their versatility in one song. Yes. More than anything, because they're because, like, look at all this stuff we can do. Yeah, and, like, it doesn't feel like an everything in the Blender song, which is what this is. Um, it's very much, we're going to throw not everything we have at you, but, like, a lot of what we have at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't feel like... I've been, I mean, it does kind of feel like I'm in a blender, but like in the best way. And I feel like part of that is with so many people who are struggling to like remember this song, like how it goes is just because there's so much happening. Like you can't like, you can pick up on one thing, but like maybe not everything else or like one thing really sticks with you. Um like, this song's not forgettable, but I definitely struggle to, like, recall some of it. <laughs> and it did this thing where, as a repackage, it definitely was, like, a call to Kick It. Mm-hmm. Like, this would be the sequel to the movie that Kick It was. It makes yes. sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, not all repackages do that. So I think that's why people suddenly find themselves no. remembering Kick It over how Punch goes. Is because like mm-hmm. it it could be like just something that flew flew in, into each other and stuff, um, but yeah. there's also like a lot of weird tempo pulls here and there where it, like it literally mm-hmm. sounds like the song is just gonna fall apart, and it doesn't. And I applaud them for being able to figure out how to sing through that. <laughs> yeah, like this is this this is another one of those SM flex songs. Mm-hmm that SM does from time to time with, like, each one of their artists um, as, like, a, hey, you know that we're we're this good, right? Um, right. And that's what I love about SM. Um, you know, th- me, a Cassie, waiting for TVXQ to come back so they can have a flex song, too. Um, <laughs> another flex song. Um, but, yeah, I just... SM does this so well that it's, like, even when they do these crazy flex songs it's Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel out of place and it doesn't feel weird because i will even say like exo's flex song is tempo like i think a lot of obsession was too like that album as a whole exactly and i know know why you're saying tempo because of the um acapella part right yeah the bridge and the acapella part how they go into each other that was just the first thing i thought of off the top of my head but it's like exo's not the only SM group to do this. NCT is not the only SM group to do this. SM likes to do this because mm-hmm. they have the talent and the ability to do songs like this. And I love that for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, But I think it, it shows, well, like, if you're willing to go there, that it can go well. And I think some exactly. companies are scared to do that. And it's like, <laughs> you've got NCT and they've done some weird shit. <laughs> and they're going to continue to do weird shit, and that's just NCT. Yeah. Um, so I'm cool. I'm I'm super cool with this song. I just sometimes I'm like, what is this? <laughs> but I enjoyed it. 
Um, The next one I have is another girl group debut. Mm -hmm. This is a song called Colorful by Red Square. And I really liked this song. And I really liked the video because it made me wonder if their concept is that we don't know what they look like. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then I I saw the teasers, like their Mm -hmm. teaser pictures, and I was like, oh, that's not the case. They just decided to like not show their faces in the video. (laughs) Yeah, which is cool, which is funny if you read the the comments because people are like, this is about how they're not pretty. I'm like, no, they're very clearly pretty what (laughs) yeah (laughs) but anyway um there are parts i like of the song and parts that aren't my favorite and the music video reminds me of a lipstick ad (laughs) yes i saw a couple of comments about like that too and i it definitely could be a lipstick ad um i think for you know i think for a debut music video to complete to you know obstruct your face for most of it or all of it for every member is definitely a choice, um, especially because it's like everyone's introduction to you. Um, because yeah. for a moment, I was like, is this going to be a pink fantasy like the girl in the furry hat? Um, <laughs> I wonder how they're doing. Oh. I haven't thought about them in a while. Um, but it might just be a statement. I mean, we saw, saw the most of the girl with the turf bangs. So there's mm-hmm. that. Um, <laughs> but I enjoyed I, she does have turf bangs. You can't deny that. It's not her fault they gave her a bad haircut. Um, I did like this, though. Um, it's definitely not, like, the worst debut that we've seen, and it's not, like, the worst girl group debut out there. Uh, this is another one where I really liked the chorus. Yeah. But I think that some of the verses weren't my favorite. I think there was just, like, too much talk rapping going on. Yeah. And it read like a lipstick ad, so like that was also weird. But you know, I think I think they'll do good. I think it's just mm-hmm. there's a lot of girl groups debuting literally right now, so yeah. it's kind of we're and you know a lot of them are doing that girl crush type of thing, and it's the trend now. And I am waiting for a new trend for girl groups and boy groups at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's the- you know the lipstick. The lipstick ad does kind of stand out, and the not seeing their faces at least stands out. I mean, I also say that the big pink box was a choice, not because it's a pink box, but because um, black pink and the box (laughs) thing. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know if that's going to be a reoccurring thing for them or not. But their name is Red Square, so we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean. The whole beginning is them talking about how they could be different colors, so maybe their concept is just rainbows. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see where these girl groups go, um, because mm-hmm. the next one we have is also another girl group debut. And this one is Who Dis by Secret Number. Who Dis? Um, I feel like I've heard this horn part before. This kind of reminded me of EXID. Is it the sax line? Because I was trying to figure out where I'm like remembering that sax line from. Yeah, I couldn't figure it. I was I was just like, I know this, I know this like horn part. I know this sax line. And I couldn't tell you what song it's from, but I know it from somewhere. Yeah. Like it was very it, familiar to me. I'm like, what is this? Is it hot? Pink? I know and I just <sighs> maybe maybe it's why i was reminded of exid so much i I mean the rapper reminded (laughs) me of ellie so that's probably also why 
Um, like a lot of this group reminded me of EXID. I like, I think out of all of the debuts for girl groups, this is my favorite one. Yeah. This one was my favorite too. Um, yeah. Like I just, I think they're, and that this song is just think, fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I was watching it at first. I wasn't sure. I was like, do I like this? Do I don't like this? And then, you know, I was just, I kept being reminded of EXID, and that's probably why I like it so much. Um, And, like, that's not putting them down in any way, because they're one of my favorite girl groups. Um, And I think that's a good thing. Um, And I think Ellie's a good rapper to kind of, at least, like, a good, like, female idol rapper um, Mm. for people to be not be exactly like but like to be reminiscent of um and i enjoyed this and i guess this song is getting like really popular in korea i think i think the korean public has like been eating this up so yeah well i mean and- on um when the k it's already got almost four and a half million views <laughs> so <laughs> how much how many does it have Almost four and a half million. Jesus. And this, like, came out, like, <laughs> three days ago or something. Yep. Um, I have a feeling uh, Secret Number is going to be a very big player very soon. So, mm. I enjoyed this. I thought it was good. Um, I'm excited for more from Secret Number. Um, and then mm-hmm. next one I have um, is Ken from Vix's. This song is called Just for a Moment. Um, this is exactly what I expected out of Ken for his, I'm going to the military soon. Here's my solo album moment. Um, I love his voice. Um, I love his voice in the same way that I love John Gay's voice. So it's no surprise that I love this. Um, I just think he's really talented. And sometimes I feel like people forget what Vix's vocal line can do. Um, yeah, and I think and... unfortunately for Vix, since they haven't really done anything lately mm-hmm. with the military stuff and then all of the scandal stuff. You mean Hongbin existed? Did Ravi like actually just leave and just like peace out from Vix? <laughs> I don't know. So, so Ravi never left Vix. Okay. Um, he just left Jellyfish. Like they've they've made it very clear. Like if Vix promotes again, like ravi will promote with them um because he's on his own label so he can do whatever he wants Um, okay so it's not like he has to make contracts with people above him he can just be like oh i'm doing this okay (laughs) um because on road to kingdom this week um very very i guess i didn't watch the clip i just saw the still of it he came and dropped by on them so Hmm. It's not like he has a bad relationship with Jellyfish or Very Very or anything like that. Okay. Um, yeah. So but like, it, it's just nice to see that he's getting to do something considering everything happening around his group. Yeah, and I th- I think he was doing musicals for a while because that's kind of his thing too. Um, but I just, yeah, it's I love his voice in the same way that I love John Day's voice. So mm-hmm. him doing this big ballad is no surprise to me, and it's no surprise that I love this. Um, I thought the video was cute. 
someone in the comments was like the girl is a starlight and the him on the bus is him heading to military camp um mm. because he's going in the next few days if he hasn't already left i think he's not left yet because he is doing some stages okay this. i wasn't sure <laughs> if he was doing stages i knew he was leaving soon but i don't know what day it is anymore <laughs> so <laughs> there's that um but yeah i i love this i need to listen to the rest of this mini album i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be this and i'm gonna cry about it so it's fine <laughs> and then another one is another solo um is Jung from lovelies this song is called tiger eyes um i don't know what i was expecting but it wasn't this um and i really enjoyed this yeah i really like i think this. i was I think I was expecting it to be more like Sejong uh, from Gugudan solo. Um, kind of like light and happy as like a girl group kind of solo. But this uh-huh. was cool. Yeah, I said um, the fact that like it's really empty, most of it mm-hmm. is super cool. And like she was able to do interesting things with her vocals where it's like kind of the percussion <laughs> some of the time. So, yeah, it was just really interesting. Yeah, I said that I really liked the instrumental and the transitions. Um, I liked, I really liked the chorus, and I think her voice suited this song really well. um, Mm -hmm. Because this song is definitely different. I mean, I can't say I really know Lovelies all that well, so I don't really know what her, if this is, like, normal for her to sound like or whatever, but I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. So... But yeah, I this started, I was like, this is not what I thought this song was going to be. I thought it was going to be, like, soft and gentle. <laughs> so, well, that was, it was fun. And then the last song I have, because I don't have anything that came out today. Um, I have Mayday featuring Joy by Crush. Um, I had the hardest time focusing on this song the first time I watched it because I was watching the video. And the video made me laugh so hard that I kind of forgot. God, I was listening to a music video. Um, but I, like, this, that video was a big mood. And then when I gathered myself, I gathered my shit. Um, and I listened to this. I really enjoyed this song. Um, and I, I just, I like Crush, so it's hard for me to say that I don't like a Crush song. Um, right. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I was surprised that Joy actually showed up in the video. I figured her voice would just, like, be there. Um, <laughs> but, you know, this was this was fun, and I just like when Crush does things. But no, like, this is really fun. And the music video is goofy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that his dog was also a ghost. <laughs> yes. As soon as I saw the ghost dog, I, like, lost my entire yeah. shit. I thought it was <laughs> so fun. Yeah, like, it's just, it's a Crush song, and I just, I really like Crush, too. Me, too. Um, He's so so weird, and I love him. (laughs) Like, he's so talented, but also it's like, Crush, what the fuck are you doing? He doesn't know. He's doing ghost shit in his backyard. (laughs) But yeah, I I enjoyed this a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought, I think Joy's voice, like, Joy being the feature was a good choice, too. It was surprising that it took so long though for her feature to come in though. Yeah. But I kind of I kind of like that it was just kind of like at the end. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't know. I, I also can't say that Joy is my favorite Red Velvet vocalist. Um, I don't hate her voice, but I think this, I think she lended really well. Like her vocal tone, tone lends really well to playing off of Crush's vocal tone. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a really good choice and I think it's fun and Crush can just keep doing Crush things. I, for a <laughs> while I thought he was just turning into a hermit, but you know, maybe that is the case and he's just hanging out in his house. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's all that's all we have for this week. Next week is next week is going to be our, our next full, regular episode is going to be a lot as well. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and next week we will have a mini sode of we're doing crying about shiny um, <laughs> for shiny's anniversary. Where am I so that will be up at some point next week as well. Rufus is trying to eat my computer, so I guess that's a sign for me to um, pay attention to him. <laughs> um, but so we've been Hag Pop. Um, thanks for sticking around for another like really fucking long episode. Um, <laughs> we're already at over 40 minutes on this part of the recording and the other one was 33 minutes so like another long episode featuring lots of fun things um follow us on our socials our twitter is at hagpop our instagram is at hag underscore pop um we have been posting our top three songs of the week on our instagram stories um and it's a fun time and Yeah. yeah we are we're both getting back into our album collecting modes so (laughs) there should be more fun stuff on our instagram soon with new albums um and that's all i've got do you have anything else gabby no you pretty much covered it (laughs) yes so follow us on our socials we don't bite um tune in next week for some crying about shiny and (laughs) Then the week after that, we'll have, like, another, like, normal episode with a bunch of crazy shit, um, because some stuff Mm -hmm. came out today that we'll talk about next week. That is so good. Um, so come (laughs) hang out with us on the internets, and it'll be a good time. So, Mm -hmm. we'll see you next time on Hag Pop, and goodbye! Bye!